Hello, and welcome to this special ACR preview podcast brought to you by the CSF. My name is Sofia Ramiro, and I'm a rheumatologist and senior researcher at the Leiden University Medical Center and Zouderland Medical Center in the Netherlands. In this podcast, I'd like to introduce some of the abstracts we've highlighted so that you can better plan your time at what will be a busy and exciting Congress. As we all know, the annual ACR Congress represents an important gathering of people and ideas in the world of rheumatology, allowing rheumatologists to engage with the latest data for therapies that may one day impact their clinical practice. This year, as ever, ACR will deliver an extensive scientific program covering a wide range of diseases and treatment options delivered through symposia, abstract sections, and presentations. The CSF is here to help direct you towards the most important content. We have identified over 50 abstracts this year covering key CSF topics, including therapeutic updates and clinical measurement tools, as well as the latest ACR recommendations in PSA. As with previous years, we will bring you daily highlight podcasts and an overall Congress review to help you really get the most of this year's Congress. We have once more separated our highlights into three individual preview brochures covering RA, PSA, and actual SPA. You can find these brochures over on the CSF website now, which include all the session times for the key abstracts we have selected this year. If you would like to keep up to date with lupus abstracts at this year's Congress, be sure to pay our friends at lupusforum.com a visit. There you will find a preview brochure featuring ACR abstract selections from their scientific committee. So let's take a look at some of the CSF picks now. The first area we will be highlighting is RA. The abstracts this year focus both on existing therapies and those, uh, those that are undergoing clinical trials. There continues to be a focus on the long-term safety and efficacy of anti-rheumatic drugs. We can look forward to seeing many presentations about novel anti-rheumatic drugs that are currently going through clinical trials. Safety data for TCK276 and novel synthetic DMARDs uh, in healthy and RA patients will be presented by Yoshinori Sumura, while Xiaofeng Zeng will present a comparison of TLL018 against tofacitinib in patients with moderate to severe RA. Simon Shaw will present data on the suppression of IL-6 in RA and in patients with RA treated with uh, R851, which is a second generation IREC-1 and IREC-4 inhibitor. Finally, Kenneth Dare will present the results of pharmacokinetic and pharmacodynamic modeling of dazodalibep in healthy volunteers, RA patients, and in people with Sjogren's syndrome. As for existing therapies, there are a lot of presentations that focus on the long-term effects of filgotinib in RA. One study by Kelvin Wintrop will examine the effects of filgotinib on RA patients with a minimum exposure of 8.3 year, years, while Xavier Mariette will show the risk of cardiovascular and malignancy events associated with the same drug, so filgotinib, for up to 8.3 years. And furthermore, the results of Darwin 3 will be presented by Paul Emery, which will show safety and efficacy data for filgotinib for up to 8.2 years of exposure. And moreover, moving beyond filgotinib, 
Andrea Rupert-Hodge will show the safety and efficacy data for upadacitinib for up to 204 weeks in RA patients refractory to biological DMARDs. Moving on to PSA now, where there really is a lot to look forward to this ACR. There are a lot of abstracts looking at bimekizumab in PSA this year. My colleague Philip Mies will present safety and tolerability data for bimekizumab in patients with PSA and actual SPA, while Elaine, Elaine Husni will highlight the, the impact that bimekizumab has on patient-reported outcomes such as pain and fatigue in patients with PSA that were either BDMARD naive or in experienced or with intolerance to TNF inhibitors. Then we have a study by Joseph Merilla, which will show the impact of bimekizumab on rapid domains in PSA patients, while William Tillett will discuss the maintained efficacy response in BDMARD naive PSA patients for up to 52 weeks. Finally, Laura Coates will be presenting the results of a phase three study that investigated the safety and efficacy of bimekizumab in patients with active PSA and an inadequate response to TNF inhibitors. Guzelcomab is another anti-rheumatic drug of interest at this year's ACR. Peter Nash, one of my CSF, co CSF colleagues, has carried out a pooled analysis of two phase three trials with guzelcomab and will present the impact of PSA manifestations on the perception of pain improvement. Enrique Soriano will show data from a post-hoc analysis on the effect of guzalcomab on early and late onset PSA, while Philip Mies will present real-world data on the improvements in PROs after six months of guzalcomab therapy. Lorgosec will also be there to discuss the effect of guzalcomab on PROs with a focus on uh, PSA patients with an inadequate response to TNF inhibitors. Finally, let's take a look at the abstracts we've picked out for actual SPA. There's plenty to look at if you're interested in clinical outcomes in actual SPA. A study by Marina McGray will show the improvements in efficacy outcomes after 52 weeks of bimekizumab therapy, while Philip Mies will present the effect of bimekizumab on PROs from the same two phase three studies. Punctine Meta will present data on the tapering of tofacitinib in actual SPA, patients achieving remission or a low disease activity state. Meanwhile, Victoria Navarro-Compan will present the sustainability of the clinical response to upadacitinib in actual SPA at week 52, using data from the Select Axis 1 and Select Axis 2. There's a very interesting abstract session on treatment in actual SPA. There you will see my colleague, Atul Deodar, present safety and efficacy data for intravenous secokinumab from a phase three study. Martin Rudvalite will show how bimikizumab affects uveitis rates, while Walter Maximovich will show the effect of uh, ixekizumab therapy on structural lesions in the sacroiliac joints as measured on MRI. Finally, we will see a couple of presentations covering data from relevant actual SPA cohorts. Posters will include the 10-year follow-up of the Desir cohort by Elodie Porter, where the factors associated with the treatment pathways in early actual SPA were analyzed. You can also see an abstract presentation by my colleague, Lise de Bruyne, who used data from a two-year follow-up of the SPACE cohort to validate data-driven definitions for active and structural lesions in the MRI of the SI joints in actual SPA. I hope you've enjoyed this preview. The CSF has plenty more ACR support planned as the Congress gets underway. For a condensed 
overview of the most important abstracts presented each day, be sure to look out for our daily highlights. As always, after the meeting, we will broadcast our ACR Congress Review webinar. In this broadcast, I will be joined by Dr. Grace Wright and Professor Laura Coates. This will be a great opportunity to listen to our discussions around some chosen abstracts. It's not to be missed. Don't forget to visit cytokinesignaling.com and download our ACR 2023 preview brochures, which includes details on the faculty's top abstracts. All that remains for me to say is enjoy the Congress. Thank <laughs> you.